Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hey guys, good morning and welcome to Healing Journeys Today with Herman and Raquel. Good morning, Hope everyone. You are having a fantastic day. Um, I am feeling very alert <laughs> right now. Herman and I were just talking this morning. He got up. I was exhausted. I sang at Andrew Womack's Gospel Truth Seminar over the weekend, and those are very tiring, very exhausting. Herman moved us while I was at the conference. We've got so much going on. Um, but he woke up this morning and went to church and I watched a little bit online and just the little bit we were, I was watching online, I was telling him this morning, it's just so powerful because like Herman was saying, church is supposed to be about the body coming together. And when the body comes together, the body talks about the good things that God has done. They encourage one another and they go out and do it again. Okay. And they're reconciling. It's a constant huddle. I love yeah, how you yeah. use that terminology. It's a huddle where the body of Christ comes together in the huddle and they say, okay, look, I'm going over here. You're going over there. We're going to run this play. <laughs> We're going to yeah. minister to these people. I'm going to, it's like a strategic. Yeah. Uh, and and I, don't, I don't want you to, to take us wrong when we talk about just what we should be doing as the body of Christ coming together on a Sunday or any other day that we call traditionally called church. Right. Um, yes, there should be relationships for me. Yes. There Absolutely. should be uh, folks going out to brunch and eat and all that stuff. Right. And so those things are natural, right? You don't have to force people into relationships with one another. Right. You ain't got to force me to one go eat. Okay. Eat after service. <laughs> yeah, if, if y'all want to come, come with me. But either way, I'm going. Right, right. So that's true. I feel like we've put so much attention on those things. Yes. Like that is the purpose of us coming together. Right. Is to form this community, this relationship, to just love on one yeah. another. Those are automatic. Right. That I mean, if true. you if you play on any team, mm -hmm. a football team, basketball team, whatever. If you're, part, if you're part of the military, mm -hmm. guess what? You don't have to force relationships right. to happen. Just put people together. Right. That's true. So, but here's the deal. That's not our purpose. Right. Our purpose is so that we can grow in God and the fit for in the in our finished product is to look like Jesus. Amen. That is what this is about. Yes. This is why we do what we do is so that we can get in this huddle, like mm -hmm. we're in the huddle right mm -hmm. now. And so when we break right. and we go out to run the plays, right. it's going out there and seeking hurting people. Right. It's going out there seeking lost people. It's going out there meeting somebody's need. Yes. It's going out there laying hands on the sick. Yes. It's going out there to let people yes. know that there is a love that can Amen. swallow up all of the drama in their lives. Right. Amen. And so that was what I heard um, on the live stream. It was like, it wasn't just your typical Sunday morning service where, and I was telling Herman this morning too, that a lot of the body of Christ, when we talk about being Jesus to people, Herman and I use that term a lot, but in churches, you don't really hear that. But when you talk about just being a good Christian in general, people are referring to being nice. That's really the extent of what being Jesus means to most people. Most Christians believe that being Jesus means, you know, I always use the example of helping old ladies cross the street, you know, picking up, if you see litter on the ground, you know, you pick it up and put it in the trash can type thing. Like that is the extent of being Christ Jesus. And that is not the extent of being Christ Jesus. Yeah, I love how with this ministry, and like Herman said, we've, we've joined up with John G. Lake Ministries, and with this ministry, 
You know what they were talking about in service today? They were talking about how when you're just at the gas station and when you're just at Walmart and when you're standing next to this person, you know, who's sitting there, how you can just reach out and just be normal and you can just just tell them that Jesus loves them. Or you can ask to pray for somebody that you see is struggling. Uh, you know, they just had a surgery, a foot surgery, and they're hobbling on crutches or something. Instead of just being kind and opening up the door for them. Right? Right. right. And letting your light shine, okay, shine by opening up the door and being gracious enough to just, like, move out of their way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's where, that's where we most of us are. Um, not to knock us, but that's where most of us are. Instead of doing that, we actually have it within us to say, can I pray for you? Or to lay, to lay hands on them and to just release the life of God. Um, you know, this is what we're called to do. Right. We're not called to let our little light shine like we used to sing in Sunday school. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Everywhere I go, I'm going to let it shine. That, right. Again, that meant being nice, being kind, smiling, holding doors open, picking up litter, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And if you Jesus look- didn't spend his days picking up litter yeah. and smiling. Most of the time, he may not even been smiling most of the time. He spent his days setting the captives free. Yeah. He spent his days with kingdom mind, with a kingdom mindset. Mm-hmm. Doing those things that the father told him to do, saying those things that the father told him to say. When he came in with the disciples, yes, they ate, as you mentioned. Right. Yes, they had many suppers. <laughs> they sat, they ate, they fellowshiped. Jesus was constantly using those times of, of, of eating and when they were met in people's houses and whatnot and broke bread, the Bible says, right. one with another. Right. They, they, were, they were bonding during that time. Absolutely. That was all... Com, you know, camaraderie was developing right. and, but, and whatnot. But, but do but, you have to force people to do that? No. When I say force, not yeah. physically, but do you have to try to manipulate them right. into having relationships with people? No. Right. If you just put people together right. on a regular basis, yes. relationships are going to form automatically. Yes. And what I'm saying is that that's not the extent of your life in Christ Jesus. Amen. What I'm saying is that you don't need to have <laughs> Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm. You don't need to That's have good. him yeah. to do that. Yeah. Okay. You can go, you, a sinner can go to brunch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, a sinner can a have sinner a relationship. Can hold the door open right. for they people. Don't, they don't, they're <laughs> nice. They feed the poor. They give generously. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they operate in, in lots of benevolence. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. That's automatic. We're talking about being a light. Mm. There's a difference. See, the light is the thing that's on the inside of you called Jesus. And what Jesus is looking to do is make his enemies his footstool. Amen. Yes. And what we have to do and why part of why we're here, because guess what? You constantly need to kill yourself. Yeah. And I ain't talking about for real. I'm talking about (laughs) dying to flesh. Yeah. I'm talking about making that sacrifice where you decrease. Right. So so that he may increase. That's what we're talking about. So when you're out and about, like you said, you can open up that door, but guess what? Does that person know about Jesus? Are they still going to hell? No. Are they still living a defeated life? Are they still being tormented? Right. They they may are they be, still oppressed? Right. And you're you're the one who is called to pull them up Amen. out of that captivity. Yes. You can't look at them and say, "Oh, that person is homeless. They're in captivity." No, the guy with the suit and tie, the guy or the the woman driving That's the good. fancy car with the big diamond ring on and botoxed out. Right. Okay. Yeah. Her. Yeah. She is being tormented. Right. Okay? He is being tormented. They need to know the answer. But guess what? You need to know the answer first. Right. That's why we come together so we can encourage and build each other up. That's what we're about. Okay? So, you know, Valerie and Sheila Mack and Lori and Michelle, some of you guys have 
have started to interact with one another mm -hmm. outside of healing journeys today. Mm -hmm. And that's awesome. See, that was automatic. We don't need to that's make true. that happen. That's a good point. Yeah. But that's what are you doing with the light? Right. Are you going outside and shining that light when you see darkness? Amen. Hmm. Or are you putting it under a bushel? No. <laughs> I'm going to let it shine. You don't have a little light. Yeah. You have Amen. the light of the world. Amen. You have the light of Praise life. Yes. You have the answer. Yes. Are you going to let people know about it? Are you going to tell people and, about and, it? And, and thinking about it from that perspective, and I've said it before, but we are the only ones that God can use. That's it. Can't use an animal. He can't use an animal. He only put his spirit on the inside of us. Mm -hmm. He didn't put his spirit as much as PETA would love to think that animals are greater than human beings. Right. God chose to put his spirit in man. Yeah. He didn't put his spirit in angels. That's the Bible right. even says in Isaiah, basically that angels are basically like, servants. you know, they're servants of ours. Of They're those, servants of, of those who are heirs of that's salvation. That's right. An angel is not an heir of salvation. So God only has us to depend upon. And if he only has us to depend upon, is he in trouble? That's pretty much it. Is, is the, God in, is the trouble? World in trouble? Is the world in trouble? Is the world going to hell in a handbasket? Because the Christians won't rise up because we let our little light shine. Yeah. As you said, instead of letting the light of the world shine in us, right. instead of dying to self and being and, and dying to the fear of man, we blend in. We want to assimilate so deeply with the world. We want a different result than the world. See, we want to live whole and healthy. We want to look good. We want to live whole and healthy. We want a different result than the world, but we want to live like the world. Yeah. We want to, 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 to just be nice like the world. The world is nice. There are a lot of Some people of in the world that are, <laughs> there are a lot of people in the world that are just nice. Yeah. We want to just be nice too. Mm -hmm. We don't want to really stand out. We don't want to open our mouths and we don't want to, we don't want to, you guys die to self. That's that's just all that it is. We don't want to die to self. We don't want to die to the fear of man. We don't want them to look at us funny. We don't want to. No, but you know what it is? But all through life, ever since we were kids, we always wanted to be accepted. Yes. We didn't want to be the kid who was the butt of all jokes. The odd man. You know, yeah, we, the odd we, one we, we wanted to be cool. We wanted to be hip. Even if you weren't, you wanted to be. You know, you want to be accepted. Everybody, there's that that thing on the inside yeah, of you totally. that wants to be accepted. Everybody does. Everybody we all does. do. But guess what? When it comes down to what we are called to do yeah. as the body of Christ, yeah. we that can't be our goal. Amen. Is to be nice. Uh, I read this meme or something online. Is basically it was talking about. If Jesus was preaching what most pastors preach today, mm. would they even want to kill him? <laughs> right. So right. Me meaning what Jesus right. was saying was hard. 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 It was hard to, yeah. to, for people to hear. It was hard Eat for the my disciples. Flesh, drink my blood. The, the disciples were like, this is hard to process. They're all like, right. this, is, this is crazy. Right. So we now. We, we've mastered the word. Jesus right. didn't matter. We've mastered it. So now we have to come with a different mission of just, you know, like I said, be nice, be kind. And guess what? That's a part of our spirit. Right. It's That's a part natural. of our new nature now right. is to do those things. Right. But the, but that, and, and that's part of our light. Right. But that's not the goal. Right. Let me tell you what the goal is. The goal is getting Jesus on the inside of as many people as we possibly yes. can. And how are you going to do that? Yes. Smiling is great. Mm -hmm. Doing something nice right. for them is great. Feeding the homeless is great. Right. Yeah. All these wonderful, yes. nice things that we do right. is great. But guess what? If they don't know about Jesus, it's all for not. It's all for, it's all I, for not. Listen, <laughs> and, and I'm talking to myself. I don't care how many people you fit. That's How many people have you fed and you didn't tell them about your Jesus? Right. 
they didn't even know it was coming from Jesus. And you guys, this is a reality check. I just want to say for Herman and myself as well. Yeah. This is a reality check for us. We had to realize and come to grips with the fact that the Christian life we were living was a self-centered Christian life, was a self-centered motivation. Faith, let me say it like this. Our faith, faith was all for stopped. us. Yeah. Our faith stopped with us. Yeah. It, and that was fine. Yeah. For most Christians, that's fine. As long as my bills are paid, Mm -hmm. Us four, no more. As long as my bills are paid, my marriage is good, my body's right, I'm good. If I never share Jesus with anybody, I'm fine. Yeah. And that is not what we've been called to. Okay. That's that's hard for some people to hear. Yeah, it is. That's hard for some people to hear. And you know what's interesting is, and I'm not I'm not telling anybody they need to come with us and follow us to anywhere. But what, what, what I enjoy about this ministry that we're a part of mm -hmm. is that, you know, when you go to a church, what's the first thing you do when you walk in? You know, you look around, you see what the surroundings are like. Right. And then it's like, how many people go here? And if there are thousands of people that go there, you think this point. is great. Oh, man, they must be throwing down in here, man. Right. Well, they may be throwing down. They might they might be throwing down with the panini sandwiches out right, in the lobby and, the coffee. and coffee and stuff like that. But then you go to a small church, it's like, wow, it's really small. What's going on? What's yeah. Going on? Now, right. now, there may be a problem. There may be a yeah, problem, and that's why it's be. not growing. Yeah, it but be. then it also may be that what they're trying to prepare you for, you don't want. You don't want that's to be so Jesus. True. And honestly, that's what's going on right here. <laughs> I'm letting y'all know. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know that at this particular ministry, and again, not to bash, you know, we, we, we're obviously joining up with this ministry. We believe in what is happening here. But the message that is coming forth is hard to digest. No, no. It's hard your, to digest to your flesh. To your flesh. Your flesh is like, Yeah. And here's the deal. I have never been so excited yeah to be a part of, of a ministry yeah. than what I'm than what I'm gonna be a part of right now. Right. So the church in the church service, the guy is basically just saying the minister is basically saying what did everyone do this week? Who did you minister to this week? How many people did you touch? Like physically touch the Bible says believing ones will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. If you are the answer, we should be looking to touch as many people as possible because God said to do it. Not because I, I don't do it because of the result that I believe I'm going to get. I do it because God said to do it. And as I do it, praise God, it grows in me. The truth, the strength of this thing grows on the inside of me until I'm doing it and everybody is getting healed. But I may initially start out doing it just in faith and I may not even see the result, but that's not my issue. It's not about the result. It's about the obedience to do what God said to do. And I was meditating this morning, you guys. Go over with me to Mark 4. This is part of what Andrew was ministering at the Gospel Truth Seminar. If you can watch it, if you can go back and watch the archives, and I don't know if they have it archived, but if you can, I would strongly encourage it. Um, but go to awmi.net and some sort of way, I don't know, see if you can find the archive for what just happened, the Gospel Truth Seminar here in Dallas. But Andrew talked on some amazing things out of Mark 4, and I wanted to talk about it a little bit, and we entitled this faith. We could have been a little more specific, yeah. but this is so powerful. He talks about the different soil of the ground, but I, I just want to explain this concept um, that I really, that really jumped out at me, that Andrew really brought home. And that is that the word of God is seed. Okay. The word is seed and the heart is represented by the soil in this parable, okay? The word is seed and the heart is represented by soil. So 
anytime fruit is going to be produced, anytime a harvest, anytime a baby is going to be produced, the seed has to be injected into the womb or the heart or the soil. In likening this to the into, into the just a husband and wife situation, a woman can't get pregnant apart from a seed. A woman, though she has all of the reproductive parts inside of her, though she has everything, though she is equipped with everything she needs, okay, she can't get pregnant and produce any fruit apart from a seed or a sperm, okay? The only virgin birth was Mary, okay? There are no virgin births in the kingdom of God concerning the promises of God. So even though we have been given everything, even though we've been given all spiritual blessings and it's already ours in Christ Jesus, we possess it. Even though we possess it, we cannot give birth to the promises of God apart from the word of God impregnating us or activating our soil. We cannot give birth, you guys. So just follow me. Just as a woman can't give birth with all, with the ovaries, with the fallopian tubes, with the uterus, with the vagina, with the everything, just as a woman cannot get pregnant with those parts, though she has everything, she can't get pregnant apart from a seed coming in mm -hmm. and impregnating her. We will not give birth to the promises of God. Though we have been given all things, all spiritual blessings, healing is ours, provision is ours, wholeness is ours, soundness is ours, peace is ours, life is ours. But even though we have all the parts, even though it's already been given to us, when God said, how shall he not with Jesus in Romans 8.32 freely give us all things? even though he freely gave it to us for us to produce fruit and us to see fruit produced out of that, we have to be impregnated by the word of God. Mm -hmm. We have to be, faith has to come in. <clears throat> the Bible talks about in Hebrews about those who heard the word didn't mix it with faith. Mm -hmm. It has to be mixed to produce, to produce fruit. We have to mix everything that we are hearing with faith, with this word. This word has to be activated in our hearts yeah. in order to produce a harvest. And I'm just telling you, for many of us, we've heard and heard and heard and heard, but we have not mixed, we have not allowed the word to conceive in us. We have not allowed the word to make the deposit in us, to conceive in us. No, but let, 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 let me just. And I'm going to read Mark 4. Go yeah, ahead. and I apologize for uh, having to step out. Um, you know, in, in Hebrews 11, where you were, it says mm -hmm. that through faith, Hebrews 11, 11, through faith also Sarah <coughs> herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful mm. who had promised. Mm. See, is the word is the word that you're confessing? Because I, I believe in confessing the word. Mm -hmm. But if you're confessing the word and that word isn't developing confidence in him, yeah. if, if you confessing the word isn't developing your faith in him, mm -hmm. if it's not doing that, it's idle. Mm. You're wasting your time. Mm -hmm. If you're confessing the word and after confessing the word, you're not having more trust in God mm -hmm. as a result, more faith in him as a result. Because this, this is what faith is about. Yeah. Faith isn't about what you do for him. Right. Faith is about Yes, what he's done for you, but your confidence in him. All the people who Jesus, you know, uh, 
you know, he said, you know, your faith has made you well. Go, right. your faith, the one with the issue of blood. Right. Go, your faith has made you well. Anybody that he pointed faith out to, it wasn't just faith. It was their faith in him. Yes. The woman with the issue of blood came and touched to him because of him. Right. It was her faith in him. We want this faith thing to be this sword that we swing around and it does all its wonders, mm -hmm. but we don't have faith in him. Mm -hmm. And so if whatever, whatever it is that you're doing that you believe that like, and I'm just using confessing word or, or worshiping God or singing songs right. or dancing. Some of y'all got right. the flags out and y'all like the flag <laughs> wave and stuff like that. If none of that flag waving is not saying, I trust him. Yeah. I have faith in it's good. I believe you, Lord. If it's not drawing you into a closer relationship right. with him, then it's idle. Right. It's not worth being done. Right. It's a waste of time. Yeah. That's hard. But if if what you do, if your confessions are developing your confidence in your confession. Right. If you if you step away from the word and you, your your confession having confidence in the fact that you just did that, you did it for the wrong reason. Amen. That's so true. You got to step away from your time in the word, your time in meditating the word, having a greater trust in him. Mhm. Mm that's what the walk of faith is going to be based on. And with that, in Mark 4, when he, after he explained all the parables, I mean, all of the, when, after he explained this parable and all the ground, all the different ground that the seed was deposited into, he, I love how he says, and so the kingdom of God is if a man should cast seed upon the earth and should sleep and rise day and night. See, what happens is that as you are, developing faith in God. You don't, and we've talked about this before, but you don't know how this seed is working. Mm -hmm. See, faith in God eliminates the need to know how it's working. Faith in God eliminates the need to know the details. Mm. If I need to go somewhere and I need to get in the car to go, I don't have to know how the carburetor and the engine and the radiator and the transmission. We wouldn't go nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> I don't have to know how it works. Okay. I just know that if I have the key, and if I get in the car and if I turn the key and I do the proper things, I'm going to go. And if I and if I do those proper things and it doesn't turn on, I'm more frustrated that it didn't work than than wait. But I don't know how the carburetor works with the alternator, works with the radiator, works with the I don't have to know those details. Right. When when you casting the seed in the when the when the seed is being cast into the earth. You're sleeping and rising night and day. And you don't know how the seed is springing up and growing. The Bible says you know not how. And the Bible doesn't even add clarity to how you'll know. Right. You're not supposed to know, in other words. So you just don't know how, deal with it. You don't know how. Right. Right. You're not going to know how. But your faith in God is greater than your need to know how. Mm -hmm. Your faith in God, your confidence in God is greater than your know-how. Right. And it's okay because you're not designed to know how. He knows how and you have confidence in the one who knows how. Right. So I love the fact that it says you sleep and rise night and day and the seed should spring up and he knows not how. And you guys, it also says... That the earth, as I was saying when Herman had stepped out, the earth brings forth fruit of herself. Again, you have everything in the spirit realm. 
You have healing inside of you already. Mm. You have provision. All provision is already on the inside of you. You just need a sperm. You just need the word seed, the incorruptible seed of the word to come and activate what has already been deposited in your heart. And I think what you're saying is, correct me if I'm wrong, that fruit is now of yourself. Yes. Just like the earth. Just like a woman. It's, it's, it's already in you. You don't, listen. Okay. I, I, husband I, and wife. To, you don't okay, have but, to but, put but, the but baby. Listen. Yeah, that's what I'm in. saying. The, the husband does not deposit the baby in the womb, in the right. wife. The wife is equipped yeah. that when the seed comes in, her body of itself, the fruit of itself, of its own self, right. it produces of your own heart. Your own heart is ready to produce any. Thing you need, anything you need, right. anything you need, but anything you need, here's your own heart is ready to produce it. Yeah. You need the word to activate it. Right. You need a deposit of the word of God to come and activate right. what is already I, in you. What I, what I want to communicate to you, and I know we, we have begun communicating <laughs> that, is that we've gone to church for a long time. We've heard about faith for a long time. We've we talked about faith making our lives better. Yes. That's what faith has been all about. Faith has never gone beyond us. I never was walking in faith for the sake of others. Right. I was always, and, and I'm not saying that nobody has thought about ministering to this person or that person, or I'm not saying that, but for the most part, it was about, taking care of my needs. Well, God takes care of your needs. Right. Faith isn't the substitute for God. Right. So faith isn't there to take care of your needs. Right. It's God's job. Right. Okay. Yeah. And he's, again, put everything on the inside of you. Yeah. Faith is, one, it's a shield. Right, mm -hmm. it says because we're being fired upon. Right, so it's yeah, a we're being fired upon. Amen. Yeah. It says it, it's something that we live by. It's something that we walk by. Right. Amen. But it it's for the purpose again of illuminating your light to all of the world. Yes. Again, its purpose is so that you will go out and that you will lay hands on the sick. Yeah. And right. see them recover. Well, that's true. If that's they, why. That's the why, right. though. It's 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 there's a why the, behind the faith. But, but the purpose yeah. is so that when it's all said and done, Jesus has come back. The purpose of your faith, the ultimate things. I'm not saying that there's not some yeah, things down here right. on the smaller levels, right. but at the top, you want to be able to say, That was my faith. Right. That person. Is not in hell. That person is seated right there with me, right at the right hand of the Father, because of my faith. Right. But like you said, you don't even need faith for the things that we are calling ourselves applying faith to. You guys, yeah. we don't even need faith for that. Some of y'all just need some hard work. Thank you. Just put your just hands. Just go get to another something. job. Put go, your you hands. Know, to do, yo, put your hand to something. Go get another job. Quit being lazy. And you don't even need faith for the things that you're saying you need faith for. Right. Think about it. What do we need the faith of the son of God that created the universes? What do we need that kind of faith for? Yeah. What do we need that kind of faith for? So you can continue to be him. So you don't, if you're not trying to be him, yeah. you don't need his faith. Yeah. But God has called you to be him. Yes. If you have been That's born so again, you have been called. Yeah. The whole purpose of this. See? When you sign up for the military, yeah, the purpose of you signing up for the military, you may have your own personal purpose. Like, I want a free college. Yeah. Okay. I want a free, okay. I want a house okay. for a dollar. Right. That's <laughs> getting your, your dollar house. Mm -hmm. That's all possible as a part of the military. Mm -hmm. But that's not the purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The that's perk. A that's a perk. perk. <laughs> exactly. You got to know purpose and purpose. Yeah. That's something we should talk about. <laughs>
there are some things that are purposeful, yeah. and then there's some perks that come along with the mm -hmm. purpose. Mm -hmm. And, and some things, the perks aren't even meant to be had apart from the purpose being fulfilled. Ooh -wee. But Ooh. a lot of us want the perks without purpose. Mm. So anyway, <laughs> God has given you the faith of Christ. God has given you the spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit. God has given you the power. He's given you everything that Jesus has to give, mm -hmm. has been given to you. His seat has been given to you. Amen. His righteousness has been given to you. You think that's all so that you could get a car and a job and mm -hmm. a house? Yeah. You have got to be kidding me. That is a perk. And look, Mark 4 explains this. It says in verse 30, and he said, how shall we liken the kingdom of God? And you guys, this is so important. Oh, oh, hold on, let me, let, me, let me just clear this up. Because Valerie said- we A never, dollar down. We never got a house. A dollar, dollar. down. <laughs> no, it no, wasn't for no, a dollar. No, yeah. not for a there dollar. Is, a dollar. There is down. some plan. Yeah. At least I know my father had one. So in verse 30, he said, we should liken, how shall we liken the kingdom of God? So just keep in mind, you guys, that the entire kingdom, every single thing that you could ever believe for, that is a promise of God, is going to be had this way. Mm -hmm. See, this is a, a, a this is a small sample of how to apply every single every single issue in the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Whether it's your spouse, whether it's your finances, whether it's your health, whether it's <coughs> your children, whether it's your job, whether it's whatever. So the whole kingdom of God accessing every promise of the kingdom is done the same way. He said, or on what parable shall we set it forth? It is like a grain of mustard seed when it is sown in the earth, though it be less than all the seeds that are upon the earth. When it is sown, it grows up and becomes greater than all the herbs and putteth forth great branches so that the birds of heaven can lodge under the shadow thereof. That is another way of explaining exactly what Herman and I are, are saying. It's not for you. <laughs> the mustard seed starts out small, but the goal and the purpose is that it becomes so great, so fortified, so humongous that it can provide shelter for mm, others, mm. that it can provide yeah, safe harbor yeah, for others. I like that. Mm -hmm. See, it doesn't end with you. Mm -mm. The seed begins with you, mm. but it's never meant to end mm. with you. Mm. If like it that. ends with you, it didn't fulfill its purpose. Yeah. If it ends with you, I didn't say if it didn't get on you, if right. you didn't splatter on you. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Again, if the hose doesn't isn't wet, it, it's not even serving its purpose because the whole hose should be fully wet. Because the water is flowing through the hose. Right. So the hose never has to be wondering, how am I going to get wet? Yeah. How, what about me? What about me? You don't have to wonder about you. But it can't end with you. The objective of the hose being wet is not the hose being wet. Mm -hmm. It's that it waters the earth. Right. Waters the grass. Waters the flowers. It's like, it's like, you know, when you turn the hose on, you know what I mean? You got Sometimes you got a whole bunch of hose, right? You turn the hose on, the water doesn't shoot out of the hose immediately. Right. Right. Yeah. It's we, going we, through. we want to turn the hose on and right before it comes out, we want to turn it off <laughs> so that we just got water inside right. the hose. That's good. That's we good. just shut it off right before it came out, right before it was going to make right. impact, right before yeah. it was going to fulfill its purpose. Yeah, absolutely. We cut it off absolutely. so it can just stay with us. We yeah. can say, ooh, I feel so hydrated. Yeah. No, but the goal was to hydrate other people. The goal is verse 32. When it is sown, it grows up. Great. It grew up. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. It grew up. But it grew up for a purpose. Yeah. It grew up. And it says it became greater than all the herbs. And then it puts out branches. Ooh, puts out branches. Interesting. It puts out branches. So that. Mm-hmm. Okay, the branches weren't just so it's just oh, well, branches so are you so look, beautiful. Look at yeah, look, ooh, look how beautiful. Look it at is. my branch. Look at my branch. Look at my branch. 
No, so that the branches, so that the purpose of the branches are so that other birds can come and find safe harbor and <coughs> lodge and find shelter under the shadow thereof. So again, faith cannot end with us, you guys. Right. Now we've got to be healthy. We've got to have our stuff together to even to even be strong enough to provide. But we got to be wet. We got to be wet though. But in the it's like yeah. this. We we are absolutely going to get wet when we are being making ourselves available mm -hmm. to to bring the hydration to everybody there you go. else. <laughs> right. You see, right here, you know, back in Hebrews 11, I was talking about Sarah, and she was talking about how her her faith, and she she judged him faithful who had promised. Right. It says that she was delivered of a child. She got what she wanted. Right. Amen. Because she judged him faithful who had promised. Yes. But guess what? The purpose of Sarah having that seed wasn't just for the sake of Sarah having a seed. Yes. It wasn't like Sarah had a seed. Right. It's done. No, that faith, that seed was ultimately so that it could go down. Yeah. The generations Amen. and get to Jesus. Amen. Then that what that wasn't even the end. Yeah. If it ended right, right there, that's true. Story unfulfilled. That's so true. It would have been a waste of that time. So true. And life. If Sarah had that seed mm -hmm. and it got all the way down to Jesus, and Jesus never got up on that cross. Yeah. And then the seed got on the inside of you and I. <laughs> And all these folks here. See, that was the purpose of that. Yeah. Sarah's purpose was so that you could sit down at the right hand of the Father. Amen. You, I'm talking to you. That was the purpose. It went beyond just Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, but think about it. Everything in faith goes beyond you. Mm -hmm. Everything in faith. But think about that, you guys. Every seed, the glory of every seed is to go beyond its seed form. Right. The glory of every seed is what it can become. It's the end result. Mm -hmm. It's the glory of the thing is not in the incubation stage as the seed. Mm -hmm. It's though it starts as the seed. Everything in the kingdom will start as the seed, but the glory of that thing is that thing brought to maturity where it's providing shade and branches and lodging to others around. If your faith, and I just want to leave you guys with this. If your faith is not impacting others, it's time to really assess and to think about what, you've been doing all this time? What has been your goal and who's, who's, what, what have you been championing all this time? If the end goal of your faith is you, mm. if the end of your faith is you, are you looking like Jesus? Are you fulfilling the great commission? Jesus came down here, the Bible says, to seek and to save that which was lost. He didn't come to hang out with that which is, is lost. He came to seek it. He was actively pursuing the lost. Yeah. When you're seeking something, you're looking for it. You're not accidentally bumping up against it. Oh, there it is. And no, you are seeking it out. You're searching for it. Yeah. He came to seek, and then not just when he found it, he was going <coughs> to leave them as they found them. He came to seek and to, to transform them when he got his hands on them. Yeah. That's what he came to do. Right. So he came other than for himself. He didn't need to come for himself. Right. He was perfect, remember? <laughs> remember, he was without sin. He had no sin. He didn't need to die for his own sin. Yeah. Everything he did was for others. 
The end of his faith was for others. The joy set before him was other people, was Amen. us, was you and I. Amen. He set us before. He set everybody else over him. He came for us. He didn't come for himself. Everything he did was for us. But everything we do is for us. Right. <laughs> we have to have a mindset that we are Jesus in this earth realm. God is counting on us and our faith can't end with us. Our faith can't be the end game for us for and no more. It can't be. Nope. It won't be. Not for Herman and I. And guess what? That's what it's been. That's what it's been for many of us over the years. It's just been about us. It's such a shallow mm. perspective. It's a, such a shallow pursuit yeah. of faith. And I think that's why a lot of us haven't even hit it. Yeah. Because it's like you're pursuing something. So it's like fun. it's like you're you're trying to screw that screw in but you need a screwdriver and you, you, you know, you're, you're hitting it with a, with a hammer, mm -hmm. but it's, it's not going in right. Yeah. And you're trying to figure out, it right. just, it just some, something's not clicking here. You, you got to make sure we're using faith for what it was intended for. Right. And, and I, like they always say, when purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. And that's what we've been doing with we've faith. We've been abusing faith. We've been abusing faith. We've been using it for the wrong purpose. We've been trying to stick a hammer in a, you know. Well, I want to see this. I want to see this. Because I understand for the things that we've gone through, I understand the importance of having healing in our flesh. Okay. I, I understand that. Okay. But if the sole reason for healing is so that you hurt them more, if the sole purpose of healing is so that you can get up and walk, and, it, and it's going to stop right. right there, like faith, the purpose ended because I feel good now. Right. You are shortchanging faith. It should be so that you can get up and so that you can get back on the field and so that you can run some plays for right. the kingdom and so that you can make a difference. Again, you're going to get wet. You're going to get wet. Don't cut the faucet off before that water and, comes out. And I want to say for someone who had written, Nicole, I speak life to your body in the name of Jesus. I release the life of God in your body from head to toe. Yep. In the name of Jesus, yep. healing and wholeness in Jesus' name. But what I want to encourage each and every one of us here that are listening is, and I know this is healing journeys, and I know some person may be watching and thinking, uh, can we talk about healing, please? We are talking about healing. <laughs> we are talking about healing. You know how Jesus talked in parables? <laughs> Not in, We're trying to talk in parables, but we are talking about healing. When you start using your faith for others, this needs to be part of the regimen of you believing for well, you. Well, but listen up, listen up. Because I, I don't want you to think that if I'm not now, okay, I got to switch gears now. No, no, no. I got to start Man, praying for other people or it's not finish. working. But no, I want to add something to what you're saying. I didn't but, say it. No, I know, I know. But this, I'm trying, I'm, I'm treating you. You're getting me back. Okay, do, do unto others as they've done unto you. Okay, right. <laughs> We're not here to talk about healing. If you came to Healing Journeys today to talk about healing, that's not what this is for. I'm here to talk to you about the healer, Amen. not healing. That's good. If you want healing and you don't want the healer, you, you at the wrong spot, wrong address. Amen. Okay? This is what this is about. This is about Jesus. Yeah. Amen. This ain't about you or me. This is about Jesus, the healer. Yeah. You grab a hold of him, you got healed. But as you also 
magnify the healer, as Herman said. Magnify the healer. And in magnifying the healer, the heart of the healer becomes yours. It, you become more, you identify more with his heart. Mm -hmm. And his heart is that everybody receive healing. Yeah. His heart isn't just that you receive healing. His heart is that everyone receive healing. And what starts to happen is you start to develop a compassion for others. Yeah. You start, not that, not that God doesn't care about you, that he's overlooking you to get to that other person. Mm -hmm. That's not it at all. Mm -hmm. It's that in your compassion for others, God has set things up in so many areas where as you are sowing it into others, you reap the benefit of the very thing you're sowing. Yeah. You are reaping what you are sowing. Right. So many things in the kingdom work that way. And that's another thing that we just honestly, it's not preached a lot. We know we read what we sow, we hear that and we, you know, yeah, we know, but we don't, when a lot of times when you're in need, you can become so need conscious that you, the last thing you're thinking of is sowing it. The last thing you're thinking of is sowing the thing that you feel you, you need but not realizing that the way the kingdom of God works is that when you become a conduit for the very thing that you're believing the Lord for, that thing you are you are reaping that thing back and and let me let me let me say you know, this. Let me say this because some sometimes maybe somebody's <laughs> out there who maybe they're having a hard time. Maybe they need some food. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't have food, and they're like, "I don't have any." Yes, color. This is about the body of Christ. They don't. This they don't the have anything to Absolutely. sow. You know, let's just say you. Let, I'm just real picture. Let's just say I don't have anything to eat. I'm hungry. I don't have anything to eat. What am I going to do? I don't have anything to sow. I don't have a chicken leg to give somebody else. If that, but you know what? Go find somebody else who is sowing what you need, and hook yourself up. That's to good. Them. Meaning, That's go down to that shelter and tell them, I'm here to serve. Right. Be a servant to, to helping everybody else. I guarantee you, you're going to get some food. Right. Amen. Amen. See, yeah. everybody want to stand in line. Mm -hmm. Nobody want to want to stand behind a table and help serve it. Right. I guarantee you, you get more. Right. Amen. But if you need a seed, go over there and start serving, helping people eat. Guarantee you, you eat. Amen. Look, guys, we got to go. Praise God. It's so great to see you. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes... We are healed. God bless you.